welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they are open 24-7, serving hot, fresh food. Ramon and I are both in Florida, in very different parts. He's up in the Panhandle. I'm in Bradenton covering the Pirates Spring Training. But we are both locked in on offensive line getting paid. (laughs) Paid, I say. Big time, man. And I say this, paid and not in-house Pittsburgh guys, except for one, Chooks. He's the only familiar face that's got in the bag. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, hey, this is... This is new for us, new for me, new for you. Have have we ever seen this many outside free agents get signed to Pittsburgh? We're only talking about two, but we've never made moves like this. There's so many questions behind this too, DK. Oh, there's a ton. Uh, and and the, the first of which I think should be about the investment. Now, we've all known for months that the yeah. Steelers were going to have a significant amount of cap room. And I think we've all known that they should put it into the offensive line. But what does it say about Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin that they've followed up? I mean, they have, between Mason Cole and James Mm -hmm. Daniels now, forgetting Chooks, okay? Because as you said, he was retained, although he was retained at quite the cost, which we'll get into Uh, in the second segment. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But this is a lot of money that went into this O-line. It, it is, man, but it, it goes back to what's been the bread and butter of this team as of late. And I'm not taking away from anybody as far as, you know, their era and what they did. But I think it was a huge eye-opener to Pittsburgh, to teams outside of Pittsburgh, that you need to invest in your offensive line. Like, I think that's been the biggest thing I've seen in recent history right now in the NFL. Teams are taking a stand to say, we're going to put money into our offensive line because there's so much emphasis put on the starting quarterback. It's so much emphasis on do you have a high-powered offense. It's so many things that go into making this work. And for so long, so many teams and just the NFL in general has taken it to a point to where they have said, look, we got to find a way to get these guys and keep these guys. And not only that, retain them to where they're an asset and not just a plug-and-play type of situation. That's the beauty of what I'm seeing right now is there's a huge emphasis on that. And I can grow to appreciate that because why? Obviously, that's my former position, but we've known for years this type of stuff was necessary to have a really good team. So I'm actually stand on the box and say, I think our era of saying you better have a high-powered offensive line is what put the rest of the league on notice. And true, we didn't get the ring. True, we didn't get back to the Super Bowl. But it put a spotlight on us. Because think about who was really saying, uh, of course, the Hawks. Cannot forget about the Washington football team, the Hawks. But just in recent history, nobody cared about guard centers. Only position of uh, focus was left tackles. Left and tackles. that's the beauty yep. of it. I love it. It's it's the just the quarterbacks by inside. But we're looking at two guards in Pittsburgh, right? Two guard center combos. That have said center combos that said sign us and we're making cash. We just saw Sheriff, I think, get what was it, 10, 11? Uh, There's another guard out there that signed four for 40, 10 a year at guard. They used to be left tackle money. We're doing double digit numbers for interior guys. Says a lot, man, because they also have a huge part in um and the run game too but let's let's go dk you know i'm hyped well let's let's go about center guard combos see when i hear center guard combos 
Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I'm hearing first and foremost, just having gone through the 2021 season covering the Steelers, and that is that some center and some guard is going to be out, meaning from the 2021 team. Okay, when I'm going to line up this group, okay, let's let's do, let's do this. Left to uh, you right. You see me trying to find my expression right now. Uh, like, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Da- Dan Moore is at left tackle. Chooks is Good at job. right tackle. Okay. Mm-hmm. James Daniels is going to be the right guard. They're not. They're not going to mess with Daniels. Okay. So what that leaves is at least at least three players for two positions, meaning Mason Cole. Another guy from the outside that they just paid a lot of money to, Us. Kevin Dotson and Kendrick Green. Somebody's out. I don't know if it's center. I don't know if it's left guard, but it's it's somewhere in there. Somewhere they are out, man. And I say this. Uh, James Daniels is going to start, okay? And Mason oh. Cole is probably going to start, too. So I don't know if it's Dotson or Kendrick Green, but this is the conversation we've had for the last two years, especially going back to Kevin Dotson. In his first year, we were like, oh, hey, we got something. And then we saw him this year. It's like, oh, what do we actually have? And from the get-go, I say this too, and legitimately, when it happened, I was just like, don't do that. Please don't do that. When Kendrick Green got Marquise Pouncey's number, I was just like, no, we're, we're chasing it. Don't do that because now when everybody see him, they're expecting the 53 to I and you know. And maybe he needed a little bit more time to develop. Maybe he's got to figure out what it takes to be a pro. Maybe he is just everything's catching up to him. Now, it's two things that that I've taken from this. Um, One, you have all the in-house guys already, Dotson and friggin' uh, Kendrick Green. And for the fact that those two guys have have management seeking outside help, says a lot about what what kind of faith they have in them, okay? And I think the rest of money, Big money for those guys. And then it's the other part of it, too, if I've always been this way. When you get into the NFL, the job's not done. Hell, that's just started. So for those two guys, Dotson about to go into his year three and Kendrick Green going into year one, just because you make it to the NFL doesn't mean that you made it. You better continue to develop. You better continue to figure out how to be a pro. And I'm not saying that they haven't, but the process is a little bit slower than what we are kind of accustomed to. As of Again, as of late, okay, you expected those guys to go in and be ready-made. And for management to make these moves, I'm like, well, they went and got the guys they know that they're looking for. And again, new Offensive coordinator, relatively, but new offensive line coach, too. He's getting the other part of this, his guys. His guys also involves, of course, Matt Canada. Uh, The offensive coordinator, in general, works with Mm -hmm. the offensive line coach maybe a lot more closely than maybe people will realize. Uh, Mm -hmm. The offensive coordinator is going to work in concert, ideally, to make mm-hmm. sure that the blocking schemes line up with what his philosophy is, and especially when it comes to the running game. Moan, i got to say one thing before we go to break. What I've liked so far the most about these moves has been that they seem to be focused on the running game. Mason Cole in particular. Yes. yes. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, because I know what you yeah, want to no, say here. But it's, this it's is that- about running the football. And making that new quarterback, whoever it is, as comfortable as they can be. 
no question about that. When we come back, we're going to talk about one of those contracts in particular that is near and dear to Ramon's heart on the Ramon Foster Show. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and an especially joyful segment for Ramon because his dude, Chooks Okorafor, got paid. Um, he also got paid a lot. And there's people who are looking at that contract, and you're not going to be impartial on this, so don't pretend to be. But three years and $29.5 million, that's almost $10 million a year. Mm-hmm. He's 24 years old. He has not ascended to any sort of, no. you know, Pro Bowl, All Pro ranks here. Is this? Is this? Can you see? I'm going to try to find a way to word this where, where it, it you know, you you can be impartial about it. Is this something where you can understand where people would look at it from the outside and say, "Hey, that's a lot of money." Is that an overpay? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I fully understand it because, again, we got to look at the product last year of what this line was as a whole. They were up and down, more down than up at times, and have the Hall of Fame quarterback not have his way the way he wanted to, and those guys were getting pressure and whatnot. I say this, they weren't top as far as having the amount of sacks on the year. Najee did have a Pro Bowl season. He had a Pro Bowl wide receiver. You, this was a line that helped carry Ben out in, in as respectable as a way as they could because, again, these kids were in elementary school when Ben was in the NFL. You know, <laughs> so... <laughs> some of them were babies, like literally. But <laughs> with that being said, we're looking at the group and not necessarily the product and what Chooks has put out. The one thing that we knew as a young guy was this, and he had to learn this too. Much was hard on Chooks, and we were too. By far one of the most athletic linemen that's ever walked in that building in my time being there. If you was asking me about athletes that are damn good in that group, I would throw Marquise out there. Gilly was very athletic. The Castro and I throw Chooks in that group too. Just legitimately, guy can do it all. Has strength, has the power. Again, help I know was an issue of his last year for sure. Trying to get a, a couple of things together with himself. And truth be told, the weighing of this contract also played a, a, a factor into. I communicate with him a lot over this last year. I, I understand why people are. I say some pissed. Some are let down. But you know what it is? For him to get a number like three for 29 and a half, let you know that other teams were bidding. Okay? Like, so Pittsburgh yeah. pretty much came with the highest offer with a half a million more than probably what somebody else was offering. So with that being said, if Pittsburgh didn't sign him to that deal, somebody else was on the doorstep knocking for him. And you know how I know that, too? Because I communicated with him through this process. I knew he had two other teams. Look at the reports. They back up what it says. Other teams were looking for a right tackle. And it's the other part of, well, if it's not him, then who are you going to get? Leal Collins from the Cowboys? Because this team basically just threw him to the Wolves and said, go seek a trade if you have to. Yeah, I guess that's the part that, that, that gets forgotten there, is that there are other teams that are in the bidding. And if you let him go, you can. it's easy to say, well, you just you don't sign him at that price. okay? But you still need a right tackle. And you're going to have to find a right tackle somewhere. So you ask yourself, where are you going to find a right tackle? Who's 24 years old, who has these traits that you have, that you've mentioned, and also was under your roof. There's no questions. There might be things you don't like about him, but at least you know what they are. But 
but this is the other part of it. Chooks has had spurts of that 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 potential that we've seen. He's blocked Von Miller two times. A healthy yes, Von he Miller, and Von didn't sniff it. Okay, he's seen a lot of other those really good defensive ends. I, I mean, uh, Miles Garrett tried him, didn't get anything out of it. So you know what I'm saying? So he's battle-tested. The other part of it is this, too. Offensive line, now, again, we're judging him off of what's the expectation of that, that group. Pounce was probably the only one that was ready-made to go. Most guys, and Munch kind of told this when I signed back with him, Mon, I'm glad I got you right now because most veteran offensive linemen, year five, six, seven, eight is where they start to mature. You understand the game. They become better pros. And, and, and. So, again, 24 years old. Come from a smaller school. We've seen him play big and big-time games. And now he's at a point to where, look, the pressure off him getting the deal, done. Focus in on being a pro, and the idea now that he's about to hit his next phase of football maturity, you know, that's where you want him to be at, and that's why I think he was paid for his valuation of what he's about to do, other than what we've assumed that he hasn't done yet. Yeah, I mean, again, he's 24 years old. When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, I am hijacking the Hey Moan segment I do not miss this one. I've got a question for Mo. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, coming to you from very different locations in Florida. However, the one thing that Florida has in com- across the board has in common is that when you buy orange juice down here, it comes with like no preservatives like they just pick it off the tree and just squeeze it into the bottle (laughs) moan moan the expiration date on this thing that i'm holding right now is march 15 2022 today like get it now drink it or bust all right hey moan segment is coming from me today because i can't help but notice that in the background those look like speakers on your wall of what I think is the moan machine. Am I incorrect here? You're, you're, you're correct. You're correct, DK. Those are speakers. <laughs> now, do you also have cigarette lighters? And, and what else? It looks like something from the 70s. What do you have? What are you in there? Look at it this is thing. A, um, it's, a, it's a Mercedes van, Mercedes Benz Sprinter van, okay? And again, this this one isn't mine, but I have one ordered, okay? Because listen to me, okay? Like I um oh. we travel a lot from travel baseball and anytime we go on vacations, we uh uh-huh. we, we drive instead of fly. It's easier that way because we got so much stuff. Yeah. And this makes it easy to drive down to Florida and have a good time with the family. And just but speakers, you're not, you're not buying it. Yeah, the, I'm not buying anything. Are those speakers look like do they pulsate like out of the wall like this? Do they do that? DK, they they do, like, and boom, I can change boom, the lights boom. in here too. Let's see if I can change the lights in here. Not different we're colors. Going there, no way. Okay, yeah, more lights have turned oh, on. Oh, look yeah, at this. that's a lot going on, man. I got a partition in here. Um, it's pretty legit, man. But again, we travel a lot on the road and this is just one of those things that helps make it easier. But you now, know, when you, know you say we, issue and all this, it's, 
when you say we, are you referring to like Shaggy and Scoob and Velma and Daphne? Where do they sit in the machine? So it's my family. We're a family of four. And I usually have my mother-in-law with me, sister-in-law with me, my brother and brother-in-law come in like on when we're traveling and stuff. So it's it's like 11 of us right now on this trip. And I drove us down. I enjoy driving. I listen to DK Pittsburgh Sports. You know what I'm saying? When I'm driving down, I get an opportunity to sit in with my family and talk. And I think that's a very valuable thing these days. man. Can I say this, too? There's two things, all right? I'm all about memories and experiences. And the more I can have my family and friends around to have those two things, my life is complete. I, the money and all that type of whatever. That's that's memories and experiences because with my kids and the friggin' life that they live, they think this is normal. Excuse me if I say this. <laughs> this shit ain't normal. Okay? <laughs> so... I need to show them, be with your family, be with your friends, talk to each other. I love those things. And this is the other thing, too, DK. As soon as I got in this van and these lights came on, I said, I know he's going to have something to say. I knew it. Every single single one of my friends find a way to just crab at each other. And DK, you're in that box of just, I don't care if it's 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 a new cookie in the store. Oh, you got new cookies, Mom? Like, yeah. uh-huh. Well, for, to let everyone know exactly how this came about, because I definitely wasn't intending on commenting on your background, <laughs> but Moan had to go running out of the place that he's staying to try to find suitable Wi-Fi so that we could do this show. All I did here at my Florida hotel was just open the balcony and let 5G do its magic out there. Uh- <laughs> but Moan, Moan goes into the Moan machine to find some Wi-Fi for us. You know, I swear. No, I, I did. Tomorrow we will get back to the regular Hey Moan segment. I apologize to whoever sent actual things in. We will get to your questions. I know there's a lot of them. We will get to them. I, I promise we will. This is fun. Of course, if, if your friends aren't ragging on you, get a new set because all of mine do and I love them to death. <laughs> Let's do it again tomorrow, Mode. I, I honestly, I can't wait for tomorrow, okay? <laughs>